as I a. I am Damien oh, Hassan. Yes, I, no, you're Damien. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm Damien Hoffman Alcott, registered nurse and practicing shaman. Uh, along with me is Ruth O'Lill. She is a. Um, Quantum, Quantum touch, touch practitioner, practitioner and writer. And She's writer. also my aunt. Yay. And we have lots of conversations That's and we decided to uh, record we're, them. We're joined at the hip. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> diversity. So, when I think of, you know, uh, one of the previous episodes, I spoke about how I can't really think of, and I'm totally open for people to email me and tell me that, uh, you know, think of anything in this universe that isn't helped by diversity. Um, you know, gene pools, if they get too, you know, one way, you need diversity. Oh, my gosh. Uh, growth. Growth, yeah. You need diversity in an ecosystem. And, and uh, I like... You need diversity at Wegmans. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Um, and look at the computer technology. Look at that diversity. Yeah. Holy smack. You know, and, and I think what... A lot of people think, and including me at times, is I don't want diversity because then it's going to bring along with it pluses and minuses. I just want the pluses. Give me the pluses, and I know what I have here, so I don't want to change it because yeah. at least I know. They know. You know, right. and... and uh, But fear. Yeah, fear, oh fear of losing. Gosh. I think I remember hearing somebody say that um, most people make the choices because they're either afraid they're going to lose what they have or they're afraid they're not going to get what they want. Totally fear. Across the board, that's, you know, and I've yes. thought about decisions I've made, and I can boil it down to those oh, two things, and yeah. it's like, ooh, really? I'm, I'm just... <laughs> well, your first uh, experience at diversity when you were like, how old were you when you were in India? Uh, f- 19, uh, uh, 17. Okay, 16, well, 17. oh, no, wait a minute, we can go back further. Yeah. Your birth. Yeah, I was born on the Navajo Reservation right. uh, out in New Mexico, and, so. and uh, you know, I, I grew up as the only white guy in a whole bunch of brown people, and uh, I definitely had, I would say, experienced racism to, towards me, but I didn't really know any difference, and then I'd go and, you know, visit the, the real world, and uh, I remember being age 12 and having long hair, and they thought I was a girl. Oh, well, right, right, from New Mexico, yes, you know. wow. Um, but, uh, wow. but I also remember coming back to, you know, uh, America, so to speak, and, and not being accepted because I was different. So I, I didn't get accepted anywhere. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> talk about diversity. Yes. All the way, all the way through. I, mean, I don't think I really found a place that felt like a community or anything, anything like that until after college. You know, I was always yeah. just, you know, moving from place to place, smiling, yes. making, you know, some friends and just... Not fitting. Yeah, not fitting, yes. but going with as much punches as I could get. You know, yes. you know like, okay, get up, wow. move on. Yeah. And I always uh, <clears throat> chuckle about my brother. And he, yes. he was in one place for so long, and so now I'm set in one place. I don't want to move anywhere, and he's just moving he's here and there. The yeah, yes. it's very funny, the, yeah. the inverse uh, reactions to childhood. My sister and I did that, too. She was gone while I was back doing the suburban thing, you mm. know, with the station wagon with the wood on the side. Oh, yeah. And then, yep. Chevy Chase Mobile? I did, and then um, then I went to Virginia, and she moved back here. Yeah. So talk about diversity. Yeah. yeah. In uh, in the spiritual sense, I think diversity is is uh, connected to open mindedness. Oh yeah. And and willingness yeah. to to listen to somebody else's, you know, belief system or whatnot. And because I had been introduced to a lot of different belief systems, being in India, being uh, on the Indian oh, reservation, yeah. um, I I would always listen, and then I would try to apply what seemed to make sense, and the rest I'd say I don't really need it. 
it was some, someone said I could do that when I was young, and I said, oh, good. Yeah. Because I don't really like this over here yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, I'm not having a blast here. <laughs> um, but that, you know, in, in itself uh, opened up some, some, some weird kind of things oh, because then it's like yes. I have choices. I have and to go find so, some choices yes. and, you know. Uh, and so young. Pity the people who have not seen uh, in their lives, even now, an African-American, an Indian. Mm -hmm. a, it's much, 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 much better. But yes. for all of the people who the foundation has already set, you know, like yeah. you and me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think of when I walk around, and, and I actually miss the diversity. Of the bigger cities I, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I love the color and the, yeah, look at the foods. I mean, there's just so many. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and the colors and the clothes. And, and, yeah. Um, and it's always just nice to, uh, you know, when I remember growing up, I was in, uh, uh, I lived in Miami for a little bit. And, uh, you know, I had, uh, I had a Cuban friend and I had an African-American friend and See? I had a redneck friend. And the, and the, and the African-American kid and the redneck were best friends, even though oh. their parents were both, you know, oh, I love bigoted that. against each other. They yes. were best friends and they'd come over and hang out. And then, yes. uh, you know, I had a Puerto Rican friend and it, I, I miss that. You know, oh, going to their yes. house and, and seeing, witnessing the thing and, you know, seeing how a, a yes. Cuban mom disciplines yeah. her kids uh, is yes. like, holy. Holy mackerel, that's seriousness. Yeah, 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 that's, there's no margin of error. Right, yes. right. And I, uh, when I worked with the refugees, which I loved, we would um, resettle Amerasians. Mm. And a family came and they were like 11 kids, you know, stair steps all the way down. They come down the stairs, beautiful. And those kids had flown all night long from Thailand to the United States, yep. And, of course, the plane was, you know, late, and it was 2 o'clock in the morning and whatever. Those kids were totally well-behaved. There was not a whine in the airport. It was amazing. And I remember later asking the mother, and the mother said, in your country, you watch your children. In my country, the children watch us. Wow, <laughs> the lessons of yeah, yeah. But I, I would always like to ask someone who um, is a little concerned about diversity, where do they feel that in their body? Oh, good, good, yeah. Good question. Where, where um, the seconds that, um, like, I'm walking down the street and someone is a little bit ominous and a little bit, you know, and I'm thinking, geez, I wonder if I'm on the wrong street. Um, I feel it in my heart. Sure. And then I have to take a breath and push and say, there's no history here. There's, it's a brand new day. <laughs> right, right. There's no... Uh, beautiful. Yeah. There's no history here. There's no... I read nothing about him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I had a, a similar... When I lived in Miami, I got mugged when I was 12 oh, by a couple of African Americans. Geez. And I would say it took me at least 10 years to not have uh, adrenaline rush in my body yeah, every feeling. time a black person would come in the, in the room. Yes, exactly. And I had to say... There is no history there here. No history it's here. not, you know. And I would even befriend them, and it would be okay. But it would just be so annoying that every time I, oh, seriously, really, yeah, come on, <laughs> I got PTSD from it. I know. But I, you know, I said it. I accepted it. I said okay, I'm not gonna, you know, take any action, and I'll just remember to say so. this is, you know, ten years old. You don't have to. Has this happened since? Has wow. uh, has any black person, African American person, since then done that to you? No. Right. And, and since right. then, I have, you know, I've had patients that were, and, and, you know, people have invited me in their yes. homes, and, you know. Yeah. Uh, How interesting. So now you can see, or from that story, I can see the, um, 
the victim mentality and why it stays. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. It's, it's like uh, the first thing you remember is that hurt and that you know fear, and, and it wasn't actually that bad of a mugging, and that's why I kept saying to myself, "Why wow, it's been so long? Why is it still popping up as something?" Because it, you know, yeah. It, uh, There's that physiological thing again. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. I have to yikes. <laughs> breathe it through. Yikes. Um, so yeah. there are, you know, there are aspects I think justifiable or even plausible means that people would, you know, say they don't want diversity, but when you say all right, I'm going to ignore and just uh, numb out everything, then you don't get the good or the, the bad. You get, you know what I mean? You just get the numb. If yes. you're going to say, okay, I'm not going to, you know, be open to anybody's interpretation, then you're just stagnant, you know? Yes, yeah. But it's really hard because think of it like on a global level. Someone said that we, um, like the, the other countries that we're having difficulties with, they are a country of tribes. Yeah, that's true. And the tribes, there's no diversity in the tribes. Right, there you go. See, diversity would be... With their own tribes, all across whatever, Middle East. They have to have their... Uh, we'll generalize here. Yes. So they said, and, and we are not... Individuality. We are not a country of tribes. So well, openly. not like that. Right, well, not like that. You no, know, not yes. like that. So we will never understand how to work with all of that because we don't know mm -hmm. tribe mentality. We know family mentality. True, true. A tribe is like hundreds, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, whereas, yeah. you know, our families are, what, 25? But unless or until we understand the tribe mentality, there's no way we can, uh, what are we doing? True, true. And then there's a, you know, desire to, to want to do it, I think. As with many spiritual principles, sandbagging doesn't doesn't help us, but it but it also you know we don't have to go into that uncomfortable surrender and diversity and yes you know yeah all that kind of stuff humility ooh yeah. nobody wants that you know yeah. let's just distract ourselves with some whatever Jesse holding on to the beer yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it's very difficult and I have felt some of that on this end, just being a woman. Again, it's a lot better than it used to be, but sure. you know, not being allowed to go places. I remember Chester was really sick in the hospital and I was there sitting, of course, alone. And the um, doctor came out and needed to tell me something. And he said, where's your husband? And I said, geez, I don't know. Have you seen him? Do you, where did you see him last? Okay, why don't we sit down? You know, because he, but he wasn't gonna tell me. You know, <clears throat> right. you know. So I have also felt that, like I'll, I'll hear it from, uh, there was a, just a beautiful African-American woman and she was going on and on and I said, hey, we get it too. <laughs> There's, here's a perfect example of the lack of diversity uh, or the, uh, how diversity is challenged in the workplace. We still don't make as much money, yeah. women. Yeah. So yeah, little, it's gotta be these little, little places. And it works out best if you're just left alone with it rather than taught anything. When we were resettling the refugees, there were Bosnians that were had fallen in love and were married to Afghanis and in all these other countries until all the trouble started. Right, right. So then those two have no place to go but America. Mm. You know, they can't go to either. I don't know what that's all about. That's, that's a tough, tough, yeah, that's right. That's a tough spiritual principle. Yeah, oh, that is. If we could know. look at it in terms of um, food, like, I th I'd like to think of it as this big buffet, and we just can go to all these different places and take little nibbles of yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. 
um, to but, taste. Like sure, how you got sure. to know your Cuban friend. Yeah, and I, I was also thinking about like uh, I always w was interested in Sufism because they oh, yes. danced the whirling dervishes. Yes, I've never actually witnessed, but I can. I can pretty much guess what it feels like to get into those states. Yes. Because I've been to an African-American church that was all about gospel oh, music. I was the only white. Yeah. You know, and it was like, I, I love, love this. this. <laughs> it feels too. so good. I don't, you know, agree with the words necessarily, but that doesn't matter. I don't care, yeah. It's the energy of the place. It's mm -hmm. the, you know, it's that feeling of, you know, gratitude for the things that they have. And then there's just that, that trust and the faith that they, you know, and just being around it feels really nice and everybody's welcome to participate everybody's talking yelling i love that yeah yeah i've never been not welcomed at, at a, a diverse church they, they want more people i mean i there's a um uh loatian buddhist temple oh my and i got invited to one other day of the dead ceremonies oh and, and he said invite the whole family nobody wanted to go and i was like fuck those guys yes, i'm gonna go I'm going. so yes. i go and i sit there and I, i'm the tallest person there right in the world in the world everybody is like <laughs> chest sight and lower <laughs> and they were so happy to see me Aww. all these people didn't speak english they were just thank you welcome thank yes. you know Aww. and and they got me in to eat first because the monks were still doing some stuff and they go oh they're gonna be like wow you you can come in you know and and it was just so wonderful and loving and I was like oh, I miss this I, I miss know. you know and I and I uh, I want that for my kids I want yes. that for you know I want them to be the able to experience and absolutely to have that because it's so you know it's uh, broadening broadening yeah. yeah and it's like and get them now before any of the other crap gets space in their hearts that you know this is bad and this is dangerous and this is serious and not that I have to say, not that some of the people of another race don't deserve to be really, really pissed because of the way they've been treated. Sure. But <laughs> well, and then, right, and then it comes to acceptance. And like, here okay, we go. Yes. this is where we are. What's the best way to go through it? Right. How can we get everybody involved in right. trying to fix it? And, yeah. and you know, there's a, there's quite a few distractions happening at the moment. Yes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, I have faith that it's all gonna correct. Um, you know, and maybe you know, like this podcast. Have, you know, help. Yeah. yeah, one of the reasons that yeah. I, I like talking about it is um, I have my friend that lives in my hometown says, you know, every time I talk to you, it's exactly what I needed to hear to have oh, it, you know what I mean? Like to get that yes. right around whatever. And I say, I'm always just thinking about that or have something along those that lines going on in my life. And all I do is just talk to people about what's going on through, a, you know, what apparently is now a, a very spiritual paradigm all the time Funnel. yeah yeah because it's like i i interpret my life in that sense and so you know if if acceptance is going on then i'm talking to people about acceptance and then god sends me people who need to hear about yes. acceptance and like it's not me i i'm just i'm just you know, oh, I know motor mouth in it whatever yeah. and then they say oh thank yes. you so much and i'm like cool yes when I'm healing on somebody and they say, what should I be thinking about? And I said, I don't care. I'm thinking about my grocery list. I don't, I don't really care. Because <laughs> it isn't me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just... So, you know, think anything you want to. Yeah. <laughs> well, so if you were going to say to somebody who came up to you and said, boy, I want more than anything to work on diversity, my first thought would be, first of all, Go buy and eat a kind of food you've never had before. Good call. But what if it, even if it's olives, I'm not saying go buy Indian food. I'm not going to, right. you know. Diversify your palate. Change your palate. And then don't stop 
because I've I've said that to people before and they'll say, no, I tried it. I'm never going to have that again. Okay, fine. That's the way I feel about sushi. <sighs> but tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> So try something else that right. you don't eat, you know, and get past that, oh, I don't know what, what some of the excuses is. Well, I can't have that because it doesn't have this or it doesn't have that. But if you care about diversity, then you're going to go and find something new. Right, right. But it doesn't matter what culture it came from. Just start with that. Start with that. And then you can also get creative with other ways. Um, I, I want to say, I think it was Brene Brown in a book oh. talked about her... Um, I, a monk or a priest who every day picked a thing and every time that thing popped up in his life he would take a moment and be grateful. So if Ooh, it was falling nice. leaves, if it was washing his hands, if nice. it was yeah. seeing a red car, if it was whatever it was, so every day he would pick a diverse way to remind him or acknowledge Okay, gratitude. so what if you pick the color you're most afraid of? That would be even, you know, bonus points. <laughs> Hey, did you hear that? That was pretty good. Yeah. Are you clapping? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I mean, that's <laughs> turning into the spin and saying, recognizing that this makes me uncomfortable because you can't be courageous and but you can't you be comfortable be at the same time. That's another Brene that's, Brown thing. Oh, that's true. That's I turned true. off my radio when I was listening to that and I heard that you can't be comfortable and courageous, and courageous at, the, courageous same at the same time. I said, fuck you, Brene. And I turned it off and I didn't listen to it for six months because at that point, that was not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> But in this case, if you if you if you want to challenge yourself to like a little diversity thing, say okay. Um, next time I see you know an African American or a person of color that makes me uncomfortable, uh, or even if you say a white person that makes me uncomfortable, because I know that yes, can happen. Yes, there are some of those. Whatever, engage and say hi. How are you today? Or hold the door. Or make or even an just effort. Smile. Or even just smile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make an effort of like putting out that energy of. I'm, I'm not afraid of you, or I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this a, a diversity thing a try, because mm -hmm. who knows, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because they say that life begins at the edge of our comfort zone. Exactly. So get out there, pick a color you're afraid of, you know, <laughs> just smile, keep walking. Some of those are difficult now, especially with men and women. Yep. You know, that you kind of have to be careful of. So be careful of that. You know, go ahead and just, you know. Yep. But smile or um, and try a different food, uh, try a different way to work. I mean, I'm, I've, I've always said if it's something that's bothering me, then that's the thing I need to, to work on. Right. So if there's somebody at work who, right. you know, bugs me, instead of responding in the usual way that leaves me unsettled and leaves the situation unsettled, maybe... You know, being extra nice and just saying, you know, hope your weekend was nice, or just, you know. Yeah. How you doing today? Kill them with kindness, that's basically. That's on? yeah. That's how I, yeah. I I have gotten out of many arguments, and I've gotten you know uh, people who I would say aren't as spiritually developed and and, and caring yes. about anything yes. to move in a direction just by unbelievable kindness and mm -hmm. even if they just get to neutral they don't have to be true. cheery and love you true <laughs> but if they can just get to be neutral then i'm not feeling the heaviness of right the... so yeah and then if i do say something like geez why are you such a bitch then of course i feel bad the rest of the day right. you know, that wasn't the way to do it except for that moment it felt great and it was a very valid question <laughs> Yes, that's right. I can, <laughs> I can convince myself that was a spiritual step, but 
Now, that situation can be helpful if it's in a predetermined relationship. So my significant other oh. said that to me last night. Mm-hmm. Why are you being a grump? What, yeah. What's your thing? And it That's was boring. actually related to having worked on somebody and done a really good thing. And I just needed some space and time. And right. she let uh, you know our daughters invite more kids over. And I was oh. super crazy. And I just said, I'm, I'm going to go over this way and not just, talk to anybody yeah. and you know, like just, shut down for a little bit. And then I came out and stuff. And it doesn't feel good. And it's, you know, tough, but it's, I'm, I'm used to it, and I can recognize it as not her being necessarily mean, but right. her justifiably saying, I've had a kind of rough day 